The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and it's draft week, so all the rumors are flying, and there's all kinds of other stuff to get to. So let's do it. It's a Monday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Monday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart. Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the uh, Blitz Facebook page, find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it if he likes it. If he doesn't, he'll probably read it anyway, simply because it gives him something to do. He just might not read it out loud. Yeah, yeah. He might read it to himself. I'll read it and roll my eyes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was useless. That won't contribute to the radio program. I roll emoji. Uh, there's also Twitter at Fred Fowler, F A O U R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitzed, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. It's a Monday. Hope everybody had an awesome weekend. Man, I'm fired up today. Let's have some Did fun. Did you have an awesome weekend? Uh, I had a very quiet weekend. I basically day drank, slept for four hours, got up, drank some more, went back to sleep. And then yesterday, went to brunch with some friends. Uh, bar hopped a little bit, slept for four hours, got up, had a few more, a little more to drink, and then went back, went to bed about eight o'clock and Damn. didn't wake up until five. So what a life. I got up totally rested today. What a life. Feeling fantastic. Got a bunch of work done and just ready to, ready to have a fun week, man. Good for you. How was your weekend? It was sportsy. Uh, yeah. A little, little bit, little baseball-y. A lot, a little baseball, a little, uh, little ufc action but it was a uh yeah it was it was good uh it was a good weekend overall uh i i did want to start the show off by mentioning my son's uh baseball team who was going for back-to-back championships oh this weekend so you're not a coach of back-to-back champions i'm guessing i'm not a coach of back-to-back champions uh i i fell short of the goal no no fault of my own it was all of the children <laughs> Uh, I did a, I made a move as a manager, uh, on Saturday. You had to win four games on Sunday and, uh, I was without a couple of my better pitchers this weekend. So I said, you know what? I'm throwing all my secondary pitchers on Saturday. And if we get our asses kicked, we get our asses kicked. We lost to, to some pretty bad teams on Saturday. We went 0-2 on Saturday, but it didn't really matter. We just had to win four games on Sunday, right. and we won it anyway. So our first our first game was against – now, unfortunately, we finished our, our games Saturday night at about 10.40, and we had to be back at the field for 7 a.m. the next day. Ooh. So that was, that was the downside of my strategy was we had a really early game. And then in game two, and we played the same team that beat us the night before when we had crummy pitchers going – we beat them game game one of the bracket play. So we knocked them out, and then we got to play the one seed. And it was a really good ball game, two to one, going into the last inning. And uh, my son is on deck, and there's runners on second and third with two out. 
and they hit the kid in front of him. So now, bases loaded, two outs against the number one seed. You're down by one. This is what you play for. This, this is what, this is the situation you want to be in, right? Like I don't know about you guys. When I was a kid, when I w- when I was in the batting cage, that's what I thought about. Yeah, you like, always. This is the moment, you know. Uh, or you know, if you're if you're shooting, uh, you're shooting jump shots. You're like, oh, it's game seven. We're down two. Yeah. I got to hit. This yeah, three. here's the game winning three, three two. One, oh, oh and damn you it! You miss it five or six times, then you make one, and you act like you're a hero, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so my son comes up in this huge moment. The pressure's on. And he was bitching on Saturday because he didn't get to, he didn't have an at bat. He got to the plate five times and walked five times. Okay. So you take a walk in that situation, actually. That would have been a great time to take one. Uh, Instead, and now, mind you, this is, and he was bitching about the way they played him, but this is how you would play in a situation with, with two outs and the bases loaded. Like when there was one out, you would have the infield in on the grass right. to take away the, the, the play at home. In this case, the shortstop was on the, the back cut of grass, and Jake hit a ball that nine times out of ten is probably a hit, and this time the kid made a good play, and, and they were he was lined up in a good position, and it wasn't a hit, and we lost the game because my son failed. Mm. And I didn't know... like. I wanted him to understand, like, dude, I mean, and, and the first thing I said was, listen, that's baseball. You know, you're not going to succeed yeah. every time. But I also wanted to make fun of him and say, dude, you, you blew it. You blew the whole thing for everybody. Hey, he put the ball in play. It's not like he stood there and watched strike three like Kyle Tucker would have done. That's not the kind, like, that's why he was so angry on Saturday. He, it, it's, it's, he had more walks on Saturday than he's had in the entire spring. Hmm. You, can't, you can't tell that kid not to swing. He just, he wants to hit, hit, hit. And had his chance, and he blew it. And um, you know, listen, we had plenty of chances before that that got right, blown. Right. I told a kid uh, we had we had runners on second and third and one out in the inning before that. And I said, "Freeze on a line drive." And the very next pitch, a line drive gets hit to the third baseman, and he takes off towards home oh, God. and gets doubled off. And I said, "What? What was the last thing you heard me say before that ball got hit?" And what does freeze mean, Mister yeah. Hoffman? And then, uh, but at least we we gave that team hell, and uh, they were the the top seed, and they got knocked out. They used all their pitching against us, and they gave up sixteen runs in the next game. Ooh, and they were out. So, uh, and the the team that won the tournament is a team we've already beat two or three times this year. So, I felt a little bit like a prob- missed opportunity, a little bit of a missed opportunity, yeah. a little bit, just a little, a little bit. bit. But it's all right, man. It's all right. Uh, but it was good. And then the fights on Saturday night, which. I was a little bit behind, so I had to like kind of catch up because I didn't. Again, I didn't get home until almost eleven o'clock. Yeah, so I went out of order. I watched, and well, here's really what happened. I got off the field and I look at my phone, and it's all a bunch of holy bleep! Did you see the leg? Oh God, this dude, poor dude. Oh no! And I'm like, oh, what are you guys talking about? That's why you can't I, have Twitter on if you haven't seen it yet. This was text messages. Oh. It was, I mean, and so I, I don't watch anything. I get home, and I put the pay-per-view on, and I start at the end. And so the first fight I see is Usman Masvidal, which was, I mean, dude, Kamaru Usman is getting on another level. 
Masvidal's never even been hurt in a fight. Well, had it been like 13 years since he'd been stopped? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. yeah. And he just, like, there's a great photo floating around the interwebs of him getting punched and, like, every bit of fluid in Masvidal's body flying towards the camera as his lights go out. Uh, so kudos to Kamaru Usman, who I, I lost some money on because I, I thought that it, he would win by decision because that's typically what he does. And I think Masvidal talked so much that he like, he said, uh, he got Usman to be overly aggressive and maybe it was, that was the strategy, but it didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched the other fights and then, uh, I, so when I'm watching the very first fight on the pay-per-view is, uh, Anthony Smith, against Jimmy Crute, who's this Australian guy. And I'm watching that, and he gets kicked. And we remember we talked to Sean O'Malley, and he talked about getting drop foot. He got kicked on a nerve, and, and he yeah. couldn't walk. His, he's like, it didn't really hurt, but he kept rolling his ankle, rolling his ankle. That's what happened to Jimmy Crute. So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, that's what they're talking about? I was like, I mean, it sucks, but it's not the end of the Now, he did have some moments where he was like, willing to push off of his ankle and like die for a, t- a takedown. And now in hindsight, he probably should have been getting <laughs> takedowns the whole time. If he was able to, you know, finish out a round on top with one leg, but then he couldn't keep going. I was like, well, if that's the extent, like people are like, Oh my God, that's gruesome. We're being a little overreactionary. <laughs> and then the next fight happens and it's Chris Weidman and Uriah Hall. And I, I don't I I always wonder what's worse is and I've seen both of these happen where a guy gets kicked and the guy who gets kicked leg breaks on the kick that's pretty nasty I'm like oh that's just that's what a violent violent kick and your foot's just heavy planted in the ground or what happened yesterday or on Saturday where the guy who throws the kick gets the kick checked and then your leg, which is normally a an object that stays straight, does the wrap around like it's like, you know, when you were a kid and you used to get the you put twenty five cents in the machine and you get that that little plastic thing and it had a sticky hand in it. Yeah. Basically, like if you throw that sticky hand, his leg wrapped around like it was that sticky hand on a rubber, you know, uh, string and. You knew immediately, and like he, as soon as he pulled his foot back and his weight went on it, it crumpled, and it was crazy ironic because Chris Weidman, that same thing happened to Anderson Silva yeah. against Chris Weidman. That's the third time I've seen it in the UFC. Corey Hill was the other one, uh, which and Corey Hill, it wasn't a surprise because Corey Hill was like six five and one hundred and forty pounds, like he was he was just a, a a rail thin dude. Chris Weidman is built for. He's built for some things, and his legs snapped just the same. So just a, a nasty, nasty – it was nasty. So everybody who sent me those texts, well, they were right. <laughs> it was disgusting. Yeah. Uh, but it was also something that I had to replay a couple times. And then uh, and then the two ladies' fights were good, vicious knockouts. and bo- It was just a it, – it was the best pay-per-view card in a long time if you're a fan of just good old-fashioned whoop-ass – and uh, there's been better fights, better matched fights, but you saw five people get hurt really bad in one night, and that's fun. That's fun. That's what we're paying for. Yeah, I'm, I'm not big on the leg snap, though. That's not fun well, to me. I, I, I hate gruesome injuries like I that. I love them. I'd, I'd rather see somebody die in the ring than that. Oh, no, not me. <laughs> I, I like the gruesome injuries. Ugh.
All right, quick break. Um, I'm glad to see Omega Man made it to the Twitch. He was asking Aaron if he had been blocked. I mean, we, we can't not have him on there to make fun of me today. Oh, uh, you haven't blocked him? Uh, no, not I, yet. I don't block anybody. Uh, not yet. That's Aaron's job. You want to keep playing around, Omega Man? Fred, he's on his trigger fingers. Yeah, nah, I'm in too good a mood today. I'm, and I'm, I made a really bad life decision today also that we'll talk about when we come back. All right. It's a Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. All right, let me tell you guys about TGS Insurance. If you would like to save some money, TGS, there's like, hey, why don't you save money on your homeowner's insurance? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I mean, listen, nobody... uh, no, nobody nobody knows what they're paying for homeowner's insurance, more than likely. I sure didn't. So I, I, I couldn't tell you until I checked. And I was like, what the? I, I mean, you're telling me I've been, I could have saved over $1,000 a year for how long now? Ugh, there's not a worse feeling. But now it's a good feeling because now I am saving that $1,000 a year. And that old company can suck it because TGS, what they do every year, they call me and they say, hey, here's what you're paying now. Here's the new offer. We can we can beat it. And sometimes they can't beat it. Sometimes they're like, hey, there's nothing better right now. This is what you got. That's all right. But at least you're not – if you don't know what you're paying, at least you're not getting bamboozled by your own or your old company. They'll get you out of it and, and get you saving money right away. It's so simple. Text the word money to 232323. Start saving today with TGS Insurance. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. So, A.J., I need a ruling on whether or not I did something really stupid today. Um, We, of course, have the occasional invitational on Wednesday. Yes. Uh, I've decided that I'm going to play up until I have to do the show. I think I am too. Yeah. And, and so I figured, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to swing by Academy. I'll get some, uh, get some new golf shoes, get some balls, stuff like that, all the things you need. And uh, Well, you don't have clubs though, right? Are you going to rent some? No, I was just planning to rent clubs. Okay. But then I saw some, and I'm left-handed, so it's hard to find clubs. Yeah. They had a nice, well, I mean, a relatively nice set for a very reasonable price of left-handed clubs. And I'm thinking... Should I buy these things? And he said, "What? Because I mean, I could just rent them. But if I buy them, you know, I'm, we're going to be playing a lot more scrambles over. At least I am for over the next year. It's probably worth investing, and it's not so much money that I feel like I have to play five days a week. Okay. And the the only thing that worries me is like I'll I'll buy I bought these things, and now I'm going to get back into it, and then I'm going to be back to where I'm buying thousand dollar clubs again, and I can't do that. Okay, I well, can't let on. that happen because that will get me divorced." Because I, I had a bad problem with golf for a long time. I was telling Aaron Were how you much one of those I people when you started playing poorly, you felt like you needed to get a new club. Uh, oh yeah, I, I went through some. I went more through more drivers than I have wives, <laughs> and you know, and, and like I would buy the next big thing every time it came out, and and now they're all relics, right? At the time, oh, my, they were state of the art, but now they're relics. My uh, driver is now like I would guess twelve years old. I mean, it, I, I play about once every two or three years, so it's still in you know relatively good condition. But do you remember when Nike made the the square sumo? Yeah, 
it looks like a toaster attached to a, a long stick. That's the driver I use still. Like those are just the golf clubs that I got when I started when I started playing golf, and that's just what I play with. Uh, I went through. There was uh, John Daly used to use this thing called the Orca. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, I that was mine for a while. <laughs> And then there was this thing called the Killer Bee, which was like the longest shaft I've ever seen. And it was, That's what she said. And it was really light, and I couldn't hit it worth the damn. And then Callaway came out with these steelhead things, and that was the next big thing. Oh, steelhead, which thinking, you know, they're all steelhead. But that's what they were called. And I Orca, steelhead, like is there a fish thing with golf? That I, I-, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, and then I wound up with a TaylorMade, and I hit that one better than any of them. And then got mad at it one day and gave it to a friend of mine who was also oh, left-handed. Well, that that was real sense. smart, yeah. So, uh, you know, so I, I I don't know if well, how many golf clubs have you bought since you've been married to this wife? Not that many, huh? Zero. Okay, I haven't so. bought any because the other clubs I just took to Canada to play with. Yeah, and those are the ones I've had all these years, and, and I still have the Orca, by the way. Oh, because yeah. uh, every now and then I I try to swing that thing, and it's. It's embarrassing. <laughs> still, I mean, it's bigger, than, it it's bigger than my laptop. But if I hit it, it goes a mile. Oh, I want. I wonder which one of us has a bigger uh, driver. Uh, yours is probably bigger. Uh, yeah. Mark the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, think you were just trying. You were waiting for that. It's not. It's not the size of the driver. It's how you <laughs> no, use it, buddy. No, 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 no. It's the size of the stick, Freddie. Yeah. So anyway, um, I'm. Uh, so I'm kind of unofficially dipping my toe in the water of playing golf again. So where'd you get these clubs at? Academy. Okay. Yeah. And so you didn't get them like custom fit. No, and I I didn't, I didn't, you know, spend a bunch of money on Callaway's or something like that. Okay. So a Wilson set. So they came in a box. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're okay. Okay. And they weren't that expensive. No. I've, I've spent three times that on a driver. Now, Now here's (laughs) the problem. If you show up on Wednesday and those, you suck with those Wilson's, now that you're invested back in golf, you may you may look to try to make some changes. Um, no, what's going to happen if I suck? Then I don't feel like I've spent enough money to worry about it. They go oh, okay. in the closet and I never play again. So the, where's, the, the danger is I play well. Where's the orca at? It's in Canada. Okay. Yeah. I was like, well, maybe you can bring the orca with your Wilsons, but okay. Mm, well, well, you know, I'd like to get that one back. Just so because, you're going to use the stock driver. Yeah. Huh. We'll see how it goes. I mean, but again, these things are... Compared to when I played a lot, I mean, this driver's bigger than even the Orca was. So Jesse says that Nike driver was voted the worst club ever made. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I can hit the crap out of it. I actually like that club. I mean, maybe I'm just, I've, I've also have very, very poor golf taste. I have no idea what's good or what's not. I've hit, I've hit a bunch of clubs bad, so doesn't really surprise me, but. Uh, it, it wasn't called the orca. It was the killer whale. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. One of my golf buddies just reminded me. It, it, it had a red shaft and this big old silver head that was hard as a rock. That's what she said. Yeah. It, killer whale. That's what it was. It wasn't the orca. I don't know. What, well, I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, a killer whale is is an orca, but it was called the killer whale. He's right. I get those confused a lot. I did that last week, if you recall. So, anyway, I'm I'm planning on having some fun on Wednesday. And hopefully, we'll we'll see. I mean, I I'm going to get out there early, hit the range, see how these things hit, and uh, you know, try to as uh, Bagger Vance said, uh, find my authentic swing. You know, because I'm kind nice. of where Matt Damon was when he found him, where he was like topping yeah. the ball. So um, you know, hopefully, hopefully that'll happen. And then you know, so w- this is going to go one of two ways. I'm going to play really well. I'm like, okay, I'm back. 
Um, Should I make we it a play together? Do you think you'd do better if I weren't around? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if they have another spot. I'm, I'm playing with Mike and Angel. I don't know if they have another spot oh, on their team. Oh, okay, though. okay. I didn't if, know if you they do, well, I'll check with them. because There's it, some new spots open. Tyler and I were talking about that. Like a couple single spots opened up. So I think Tyler and I, like Tyler's got to produce until 1 o'clock. Yeah. And then I think he's going to pick up with me and we're going to start whacking some balls around. Maybe Aaron can can uh, can play until he's got to leave. And yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll have some fun. It'll be fun, there. though. It's uh, well, I'm, I'm really excited to uh, uh, to get to play with with the, get to play this time, because usually I just kind of show up about two o'clock, talk to a few drunk people, do the show. Yeah. So today, I mean, this time I'm going to go out there and be there the whole time and play golf with everybody and hopefully have a, you know, have a nice time and maybe hit a shot or two that I can say, hey, you know what? Not so bad. Okay. But we shall see. Uh, Dustin says, that leg happened in phases. You could see something happened on contact. Two, you could hear the snap. Three, which is the crazy part, the pain didn't even register with him until he tried to plant his own foot, which never planted. Honestly, when so the worst injury I've ever had was when my leg got turned around backwards. And ACL, MCL, LCL, meniscus, and something femur i forget what they call the the uh the bone it's the same bone that jj watt broke when they were like oh no jj's career's over but my whole leg was spun around backies and uh i i I, it hurt at the time obviously but i didn't really understand how much it hurt just yet because you're in shock so i i twisted my own leg and popped it back into place immediately because i was panicking because my kneecap i was sitting down and my kneecap and my toes were touching the mat. And I was like, well, that can't be good. That's a negative. So I just twisted it, and it it, it rotated right back in, and I heard a pop. Like, like it went back into place. And I was like, oh. Okay, you're good. I'm good. And just like, so you saw Uriah Hall's reaction, the referee's reaction. When you see that kind of an injury, everybody is like, they feel really sad, and they're on the verge of vomiting. There's a lot of emotion going on. Really, with everyone except the person who's laying on the ground. Although Chris Weidman did a lot more writhing immediately than I did. I didn't get into the writhing phase just yet. So I twisted my leg and popped it back in. And then I said, I'm fine. And my coaches, my training partners were all gathered around me. And they all had like these somber faces on. And they're like, no, no, no. Sit still. Don't get up. Sit still. And I was like, guys. I'm fine. It's not that big of a deal. And then I stood up and then I took a step. And the very first step I took, my my right leg, like it, it bent, except it, like imagine now uh, the kneecap was on the inside of my knee and it bent that way. So like my foot went off to the right hand side of my body and it was like I had a double knee. It was really gross. And, of course, I crumbled, and then I realized, okay, my leg is actually really, really hurt because legs aren't supposed to bend that way ever, ever, ever. And mine had a a lot more uh, range of motion side to side than it was supposed to. Uh, And then the best part was when I got to the hospital, they were like, I think it's a knee sprain. And I was like, uh, uh, can I get a second opinion? I'm going to need to see an actual doctor there. ER person. I need a real doctor in here. You're wrong. Hey man, (laughs) that. All right. I got to tell you guys about all state, all state windows and siding. Uh, the windows at my house now, all, all state windows. And the plan was to put one all state window in because my wife had broken a window during the hurricane 
And I said, you know what? We'll we'll use Allstate to replace it. That's what uh, I mean. They're they're an advertiser. We might as well. And I brought them out there, and they showed us the product. And my wife was like, oh, "Why don't we just get all the windows done? Let's just do it." And they suckered her because they're like, "Hey, you can customize them. They look great." And she's like, "Oh, they do look great." And then she said, "And they said, well, we'll give you twenty five percent off for listening to ESPN ninety seven five, and then you'll get a, a a military veteran discount. You'll get a cash discount." And you can customize the windows to look how you want to. And she was like, oh, yeah, we're doing this. So we got new windows. They measured. They sent them off. They brought them back in a couple weeks, put them in, cleaned up the mess. And now I'm saving 40% on my electric bills. You want the best rate? You call Allstate. 832-204-1936. Or check them out online, allstatesidingandwindows.com. That's 832-204-1936 for Allstate Siding and Windows. Now I'm on like Shumper. Now they on my bumper, green room chock full of all my comforts, hotel room like heaven on earth. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. I need kind of a favor, though, from, from the Blitzers, just in case you run into my wife. I didn't buy a set of clubs. They were a gift. You can tell her they were a gift from the side piece or something, but they're a gift as far as she's concerned. It's kind of a gift from me to me, but, you know, we'll just leave it that way. Uh, and you know what? I saw you. Uh, you're officially an influencer. I am. You've got that burger now. Yeah. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, they're going to put that. What do you think of the burger, Aaron? You had it. Uh, it was good. Oh, wow. I wouldn't put I would not put the crown of best burger huh. in Houston on it. What didn't you like about it? The so the sauce is good. Uh-huh. But with the like uh, Euro meat on top, mm-hmm. it's competing flavors. Like, if I want a burger, if I want to crown something the best burger, I want the patty to have, that's where I want my flavor. Like, mm, I don't, okay. I, to me, a great burger is, if you can put bun, burger, maybe cheese, other bun, and still sell it, then that's a damn good burger. Like, I want the meat flavor there. Now, having a great sauce is awesome, because a lot of the places I go have great sauces, but I don't, it was good. Okay. Listen, Just not my favorite. We can't all be the same. That's all right. Yeah. It also like wrecked my stomach the next morning. Oh, really? Did, was it? Did you have the garlic mayo yes. fries? That's probably what did that. That was probably what. Yeah, did. Yeah. Those had some kick. Yeah, they were good. They're they so just, good. I I don't listen when I eat really spicy foods. I don't worry about what's going to happen to my body later. I just do it. Well, and I just I'm like you know what I'm going to enjoy it, and then I enjoy it. My problem is I was trying to eat them while doing late hits. So Patrick is talking to me. So. Every second that he wasn't talking to me, I was just grabbing him by a forkful and shoving him in and just choking him down as fast as I could. Do you think you would have preferred the burger if it didn't have the gyro meat on it? Probably. Because I I like it. I like the two different kinds of meat, and like I can taste the burger patty, and I can taste the gyro meat. So I I, I guess that's I mean, that, they both that's where we differ. Individually, I just think they compete with each other, where then you're trying to focus on which part's better. Oh. And they don't complement each other really well to me. They just they both stand out as two individual things. Hmm. All right. It would be well, like if you and Charlie Palillo tried to have a show together. I mean, two completely we different might. flavors. We might. Fred's not going to last forever. All right. Remarkable. <laughs> <sighs> 
Uh, yeah, I bet that would be fun. Yeah, so Fred, you, I, I don't know. Maybe you can be the tiebreaker. Yeah, I'll definitely try it. I'm just, you know, I'm still not eating bread. Oh, so, yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm happy to try it without can't, the bread. Can't you make an exception one day and have like a burger? Eh, I'm, I don't want, because if I, look, when I'm, when I'm committed to something, I do well with it. When I start making exceptions one day, then I'll make an exception tomorrow for pizza. Okay. Then I'll make an exception the next day. Oh, I'll start drinking beer. Yeah, I, it, I'm I'm doing really well, so I, I'm happy to try it without the bun. Okay. What do you think of the bun? The bun was delicious. Yeah, I, I hate I, to, I hate to have him try it without the bun. The bun is so good. Hmm. Yeah, just wait wait it out, Fred. All we'll right, just wait. We'll be we'll play the long game. We'll do it in June. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through June first with this. The burger is the Black Mamba burger from a place called Bismillah, and there's a uh, it's on Hillcroft, just south of 59. They've opened a new spot up on Luetta, closer to my house, and now they, because I uh, praised it on the air and on Twitter.com, the owner has agreed to put the Black Mama Burger on the, the north side menu, which that was, everything's on the menu, it's the same up there, except for that burger. It's like, dude, don't hold out, it's the best. And now he's doing it. Now, another disclaimer I had mine delivered. It wasn't sitting there fresh with me, That's so true. that might that, have and that can taken affect, away from. Yeah, that can affect anything. Even the best burgers sometimes it comes in that that styrofoam box. So yeah, there's it, a great assault to take my my review with. If I were sitting there at the restaurant, they put it right down in front of me, and I dug in. It might be a better. It probably would be a lot better. Yeah, but I, I don't know why pizza is the one thing that like delivered it. It holds up. It's because it's in a cardboard box. Everything else is in styrofoam. Yeah, even like Chinese food, though. Come, like they'll put well, the yeah. Chinese food in those little plastic things, but it's still not the same. No, no. And I guess like, yeah, well, it depends on what Chinese food. If you're just getting fried rice, fried rice is fried rice, no matter true. what. You, you can you could send that in a in a doggy bag, and it would be fine. But whenever you get, I, I think it's meats what doesn't hold up. Yeah, whenever you're doing stuff like that, so. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. So, what do you think about the Chiefs-Ravens trade? Any chance the Texans shop Tunsil now? No, because they just restructured his contract. Yeah. There's no way in hell they can trade him, even if they wanted to. And and the restructure helped them this year, but the the cap hit over the next two years for making a move like that would be ridiculous. So, no, it has nothing to do with the Texans and Laramie Tunsil. I heard, uh, I heard somebody talking, maybe it was, I don't know if it was Charlie or who, talking about, they were surprised that the Ravens would trade, you know, a, a tackle like that to protect Patrick Mahomes. And I was like, well, it's not like they didn't get anything for him. The, the key is making sure if you're going to do that, if you're going to trade one of your quality players to a team, you've got to make sure that you get great value back. And the Chiefs, I mean, the, the, both teams probably feel like they won the trade somehow. So I, I don't feel like the Ravens got ripped off or anything, but it's that's a good player. That's a good player well, going, going out of town and, and going to protect the best quarterback in the world. But here's what the their thought process was, at least from what I understand from reading a bunch of Ravens stuff. He wanted to play left tackle. And they knew he wanted to play left tackle. They've got a pretty good left tackle already. Yep. And, you know, they, they wanted to – and he's going to be a free agent next year, so he was going to be up to get paid a bunch. And he wants to get paid like a left tackle. Yeah. And so from their perspective, it made sense to go ahead and move on now. Uh, because Stanley will be healthy next year and he'll be back. And, you know, for the Chiefs, whose offensive line has become a mess here in the offseason, it's it's stabilizing for them. They got pretty good value for him. So, uh, 
ESPN, 713-780-3776. And what's the cap hit for trading Mr. Towel? That's going to be about $21 million unless they do it after June 1st, and then it'll be lower than that, which is probably why it'll happen after June 1st. And actually, one of the interesting stories popping out today, whenever I mention Deshaun popping out, it's not intentional, okay? I can't help it. Uh, Julio Jones, they're ta- the Falcons are listening to offers for him, but they couldn't trade him until June 1st. And they may need to just because they've got real cap problems. So, 75 Truth says, Black Mamba looks unreal. Aaron, you get to come on, man. Well, listen, taste is taste. Everybody yeah. feels differently about different foods. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and almost everybody has a, a different uh, you know, opinion. Everybody's texting in, well, this is the best burger. Listen, in my mind, the best burger that I've had in this city is Nancy's Hustle. And, you know, that's my opinion. And I've had I've had a bunch of them, and there's there's some good burger places here. There really are, and you know I'm I'm fortunate because that place is right right near me. And when I just want, you know, when I want a quick burger, Rodeo Goats right there. And Rodeo I Goats think really good too. Yeah, and they've got a great beer selection too. And while looks are part of it, I mean, even the billboard with the McDonald's Big Mac on it, it looks great. Yeah, because the picture is set up to make it oh, look great. Everything looks great. And when you, when you watch a commercial. And this this is why they this is how they suck you in. Anytime you watch a commercial, they could be showing you a McDonald's burger, a Wendy's burger. It looks like the best thing you've ever seen on TV. And then you go and order it, and it's a little soggy thing in a box. And you know, and and even on the sign, like you go through the drive-through, even at Whataburger, you look at those signs. You're like, oh, wow, that looks fantastic. And then you get you're like, eh, eh, this isn't what I ordered. Yeah, there's an entire like group of people or occupation of people who are get paid to take food picks like that for corporations to make their food look as great as possible when it's never going to look like that when you get it on the plate yeah what are you going to do but i'm also not a food network judge so i'm not judging on just i I just (laughs) visual and plating and all that it's to me it's like if i go to a place and i i get that wow factor and I, I still say to this day, I, I, in a couple of times, I've driven to San Marcos just to get the pizza. And every time I go, it's the same thing. It's still just, wow, this is amazing. And until I get one that's not amazing at one of these places, then, you know. But that's why, that's why I like that one so much. And it's just like fajitas at El Tiempo or Nifas. You know, when I go there and get some non-awesome fajitas, I'll change my mind. <laughs> so... 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Someone said people hate on Arby's, but their sandwiches are probably closest to the actual advertisements. I don't know, man. You know, I can't tell you the last time I ate Arby's, so I can't really speak to that. I once worked at Arby's, and rarely, and I was, I worked in the back, like, you know, slicing meats and cooking meats and making, like, putting together sandwiches, and never did I put together a sandwich and go, you know what? That looks exactly like the photo on the menu out front. It never does. <laughs> did they have a? Did they have like a little step by step? Here's how you make it look like the photo. No, I don't no, think they cared. Bad. I think it, they just wanted it to taste good. Mm. Uh, so like, and, and, if you get a burger that looks really nice, that's great. But what would you rather have? A burger that tastes great and looks gross, or a burger that looks great and tastes gross? I, I like the ones that actually look gross and taste great. 
Of course you do. Yeah. That's what every normal person should want. Yeah. Unless you're a burger photographer. <laughs> like uh, if you're that, if you're the guy who take like takes the pictures for Burger King and makes the Whopper look edible, I mean, God bless you. That's a hell of a job that you do. But that's 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 the only person who cares about it. He doesn't care how the burger tastes. He just wants it to look good. But I've had, I've had some gross looking burgers that were fantastic. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and there's some of them where you're like, really, this sounds like a terrible idea. And then you bite into it and you're like, ooh, okay, legit. Um, that's what I said about Gotham pizza. I've had it before. Yeah. I, I, I've had every pizza in this city. There's some good ones, but there's nothing that for me compares to Pie Society in San Marcos because that that is just, for my taste buds, the best pizza I've ever had. And it's worth the drive. All right, let me tell you about Stars Poker Club, a new poker club in town. Live games taking place now. They've got No Limit Hold'em. Uh, they've got Omaha, and it's a great atmosphere. It feels like you're playing with your buddies. Uh, first of all, there's no door fees, which if when you go play with your buddies, guess what? They don't charge you a door fee, I would hope. Uh, the GM, Bobby, and his staff, they're knowledgeable, passionate about poker. And if you tell Bobby that I sent you by you'll get a free $25 on your first $100 buy-in. They're located up on Veterans Memorial just north of the Beltway. And, guys, it's it's certainly worth the drive if it's it's not near you. And if it is, you've got yourself a new place. Free food and beverages, great atmosphere, professional staff, and, again, no door fees. And, once again, tell them AJ sent you $25 on your first $100 buy-in. For more info, call 281-272-6209. Or visit starspokerclub.com. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. I I do have a a little hockey play for the people tonight. Do that in a couple minutes, just so you can be forewarned. Then, you know... Doing pretty well. I had one Saturday that a couple people emailed me and asked me if I had anything, and then I threw it to him, and it won. So there. And our buddy Roger's still in Vegas. So did you uh, did you advance in the hockey playoffs? I did. I I won five to four. I'm out. I'm in an absolute thriller. I've been eliminated. Um, I think it was Roger's team that beat me. So no. Oh, well, then I'm not giving him the hockey play. Well, yeah. I wouldn't either. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm on to the fifth place match, which is an embarrassing place to be, but we do what we got to do. I uh, managed to uh, advance. I'll be playing Tepper this week. So, uh, uh, Montreal-Calgary over five and a half, and that game starts at 5.30 our time. So, if you want to get in on it, now's the time. Okay. So, but yeah, I... Uh, you know, this is different for me. I'm always the one seed, and I lose in the first round, so... This time, I'm kind of glad that I sucked over the last month and went from the one seed to the six seed 
So now I'm going to sneak up on people. All right. Of course, I've also got one of my best goalies with a postponed game tonight. This damn COVID thing is adding all kinds of. I had, I I think I had four starts postponed in the last yeah. in the last couple of days. It was just brutal. Uh, I mean, it, it's. I mean, that's just been part of it, unfortunately. And there's there's times I'm carrying five and six goalies because guys aren't starting. They're getting the postponements. And but you know what? Hey, I'm on to the next round. If I beat Tepper. Then I guess uh, I guess I'll get you'll Roger. play for the cup. I'll play for the second straight championship. I don't know if you'll get Roger. Roger's playing the one seed. Oh yeah, well, I, I was the one seed up until a month ago, so I, I, I feel confident. Okay. Do you uh, do you pay any attention to the Oscars? Not a single bit. <laughs> I, I can be honest. I've not seen a single film that was a finalist. I, and I'm glad to I hear you say do. that. <laughs> I, you know me. I normally see more than like a normal person. And almost like it's it's weird how much of those stupid movies I see. Uh, but this time, I, I, I haven't seen any of them. Not even The Sound of Metal, which is... it's It sits right there on my... Like, when I open up my smart TV, it's always like, oh, watch The Sound of Metal. I'm like, meh, maybe later. Yeah, yeah the, the only one I've, I've kind of been interested in was Mank, because it's Fincher. But... I haven't been motivated to watch yes, that either. Not a single one of them. And I, I'm a big Christopher Nolan guy, but I, I get very little interest in Tenet either. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've not seen a single one. And a lot of people were mad that Chadwick Boseman didn't win. I'm like, well, I can't really say that because I didn't see the I movie. I didn't see the movie, yeah. yeah. I got no Oscar stuff today. I mean, I, uh, I feel bad that the dead guy didn't win, but, you know, I, I got nothing. Uh, and it is weird because... I don't. I think this is the first time I haven't seen a single one of the movies. I don't remember another time that I haven't. Certainly, uh, and, and you want to know something crazy? The movie that won Nomadland. Yeah, never even heard of it. Hmm. I don't know where I'd watch it if I wanted to watch it. Yeah, and all I know is it's what's her face from Fargo again, Frances McDormand. It, I, and think, I heard it, she's great, and yeah. that, that's cool. But yeah, haven't uh, haven't seen it. I've heard that Promising Young Woman. Is the one like if I was only going to watch one, that's the one to watch. Okay, uh, but I haven't yet. Um, just haven't haven't taken the time to and, do it. And I mean, it's, the names are just stupid to me. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. <laughs> okay, the father. Ooh, that's creative. Judas and the Black Messiah. At least that sounds interesting. That one sounds cool. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I just haven't I haven't had an opportunity to win a, to watch a single one of them. So uh, I may try to now. But I I got to be honest. Reading up on these, I'm not interested in any of them. And usually, what we'll do after the uh, after the awards, when they all show up on whatever service, we'll go through and watch a bunch of them. Oh, we did watch something pretty cool this weekend that I think you would like. Uh, that documentary on uh, HBO Max about uh, QAnon. Ooh. It's, uh, uh, first off, it's what, to me, it's done the way a documentary should be. It's right down the middle. It's not trying to judge these people for what they are. It's how it started and how it, it, it happened. Now it's two episodes too long, just like every one of these things, but it's only six episodes, but it, the guy lucked into an amazing story because he's tracking down this guy who he thinks is Q, uh, and he going back and forth to Manila and there's all these side stories that happen. This one guy, they have to sneak out of Manila before he gets arrested. And then he's there for the actual thing at the Capitol with one of the guys who's spurring the whole thing All on. Right. So it's really fascinating. Uh, I saw some criticism. Like, well, he didn't condemn those people enough. Dude, 
That, that's what a documentary is supposed to document. It's not supposed to be political. They've become political. But, uh, I, I mean, it's just, it's really fascinating, especially at the end. He's right in the middle of the whole riot. And I don't think when he started, and he, he was with those guys for like five years doing this documentary, or uh, three or four years. But either way, I don't think at any point he had any idea it was going to lead to that. So it's, uh, it's definitely worth, uh, worth checking out if you're into that kind of thing. I mean, it's not for everybody. So 713-780-ESPN, 713-780-3776. Also watched uh, Mortal Kombat. That was eye candy. Uh, I watched it too. Meh. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah, I mean, it was. It, I, it's you're, you're not gonna sit there and think watching that. It's just like okay, cool battle scene. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, it's it's like John Wick killing people. There's never been a good Mortal Kombat movie made, and I would I'd argue there's there's been very few movies based on video games that have been good, even like good, not just great, but good. So yeah, we've talked about that before. I'm higher on a couple of them than you are, but I still don't think there's been a great one. I had no expectations that it would be good, and it was about what I thought. It, and the kids loved it, even though there was a, a my wife wasn't crazy about it because there was a lot of the f word. Yeah, uh, and really, it was just kind of uh, like it was the f word for the sake of saying the f word. Yeah. There was yeah. it was unnecessary, which she was pissed about. But whatever. My 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 nine year old just kept looking over at me every time he'd do it, like. Oh. Did Dad hear that one? You think? You think Dad heard that one? Yeah, but yeah, I watched that, and then I I finally watched that King of Staten Island that uh, it, with uh, the guy from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. It's yeah, pretty good. It's not bad at all. I, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I expected that movie to be terrible, and it was it was better than I thought it would. Yeah, be. Yeah, I, I went in with no expectations. It's one of the ones that the the wife wanted to watch. I'm like, okay, and then I kind of kept watching. Going, yeah, you know, this isn't bad. And then I wound up getting into it. Yeah. So what I've found is that in my mind i want to hate pete davidson yeah because i feel i feel like pete davidson's an idiot and he's a no talent hack i don't i i'm gonna hate him and then i uh, this is the second time because it was king of staten island and there was one other one that i watched with pete davidson and i was like damn that was a good movie i I want to hate him because he looks like a person I should hate, but I don't hate him that much. He's pretty good. Well, and especially in this movie, which I didn't realize because I, I read up on him a little bit. I mean, because I, did, I didn't know him that well, except for us making fun of him most of the time. Um, but a lot of it was based on his real life. Like his father actually died as a firefighter in 9-11. And they, you know, they tweaked that a little bit. But I, I thought he was really good and very sympathetic in that. And... uh so yeah, that was that was my weekend watching habits. But I think the the QAnon thing I find fascinating because there really is a science behind creating something like this, and it starts with distrust distrust of traditional media. Which hey, I I'm all for distrusting traditional media. What I don't understand is why people decide it's okay to trust anonymous Twitter guy, anonymous posting guy. That that's better. It's kind of the same thing, but how it happened is it, the way it, the way the whole thing came together. You know, it, it, there's a roadmap of how it worked, and it's it's just very. I find it very fascinating, and um, like I said, two episodes too long. About episode three, you're like, can we speed it up yeah. a little bit? Uh, but uh, and I think that's all of these things. But the fact that he just kind of lucked into uh, 
looked into so much stuff while he was doing it. And these guys were, would talk to him. They were open with him about everything, pretty much. The one, the one guy kept insisting he wasn't Q. But other than that, man, he got some great interviews. Well, I'll, I'll watch that. It, it sounds good. Yeah, I, Marissa Tomei is age well. Yeah, she played the mom in that. Yeah. That was uh, interesting. 713-780-ESPN. I go at him asking, Fred, is it worth going to Sam Houston on Saturday for Derby Day? Dad is coming to town this weekend. I think it's something we he would enjoy. We're from Kentucky, and neither of us have gone to the horse track in a while. Yes, it's a good experience. It's never going to be the same as being at Churchill, but it's still pretty cool. I don't, I, and I don't know what it's going to be like this year because, you know, it's just, I don't know if people are going back, but I will tell you this. If you want to see some of the most attractive women in the city dressed up as nicely as possible, they'll be there Saturday, at least historically. Now, you know, again, I don't know how much the, the Rona is going to change that. My guess is not much because young, hot people don't care. So they'll probably be there. But yeah, if you, if you just want to see beautiful women in hats and bet on the races, it's, it's a cool place to be. Big Time Adolescence is the name of the other Pete Davidson movie that was good that I expected yeah. to be terrible, and it was good. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. It's it's like where he's he's like friends with like a little kid. He, I mean, he's like a grown man, and he's friends with like a high school kid. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but it's a good movie. Hmm. Uh, and then someone asked if Eric's on today. No, Eric is not on today. He'll be on the phone with us next week, and then... We may, it may be a little while before we get him back in studio. He's yeah. back in Colorado. Yeah, he's uh, spent a lot of time there. So, I'm jealous. All right, quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. ESPN 97.5.